The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. With available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Feels so good today. What's up, everybody? Welcome in to the Early Wedge, part of the Early Edge universe. We are down to the top 50 who have made their ways to the Chicago, Illinois area. And more important than that, they can set their schedule for next year as they will be into all of the different events. Lucas Glover wins the first playoff event and he is absolutely on fire before i bring in the stars of the show let's take a look at the odds for this week and remember they are adjusted just a little bit you're saying really 650 700 yes there's only 50 players in the field this week and the normal three rory scotty and john rom are your betting favorites but as we have seen they have not been winning as of late so look at some names on down the field now when we have a playoff event and they're elevated, and it's the top 50, we have to elevate the show. And that's exactly what we have done. Let's bring in the stars of the show. You know them. You know them. First and foremost, the counselor of cash. Counselor, welcome to playoff event number two. Good afternoon. It's a bad afternoon because I see Hill to top one in the chat, and he says, hey, it's great that Coach and Patrick and C are on the show, but you know who the man is? The man is Steve Scott. And I, I got to be honest, my feelings are hurt. But Hill to top one, you're right. Steve Scott is the man. So I'm happy to be on the show. I'm happy Steve's with us. And we'll get to Steve in a second. Now, there's only one way, one way that I could lose four showdowns and still be happy on the Tuesday afterwards. And that's when I pocket over $4,000 thanks to the counselor and his live bet on Lucas Glover. So I'm going to give you 15 seconds, Patrick McDonald, to do all the gloating that you want right here and right now. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, team. Way to really make it about yourself there, Coach, with uh, <laughs> the introduction of me. But no, no gloating, no nothing, right? We're, we're, on, we're on to Cincinnati. We're on to Chicago. Eyes forward. We, we don't have time to look back at our winnings and whatnot because we got more work to do. There's work to be done. We, we got to cash a winner, cash an outright, maybe a few more showdowns. I don't know. But eyes forward, eyes on the prize. 
So when you send a gif of Mrs. Doubtfire sweeping, that's not gloating whatsoever. That, that was that Sunday. Happened. That was Sunday. <laughs> that was Sunday. <laughs> today. Today's All right. Day. <laughs> Finally, he's been called the man. And I got to tell you that you're probably not going to be able to see what's written on these, but I got the greatest birthday gift ever. And I'm going to embarrass him right now. I'm going to say, I don't know if you always can see that, but it says straight to the pay window right there. And then there's a money sign on the front. I had no idea. They just arrived at my house. One of the best gifts I've ever been given straight to the pay window TP fives from the wonderful Steve Scott. Thank you for the gift, sir. And welcome back to the show. Yeah, great to uh, great to be hanging with everybody, and you know, definitely, you know, I appreciate you saying that it's the you know the man on there on the chat there, uh, but no, it's all good, man. It's all good. I love love being with you guys, and uh, yeah, enjoy those golf balls. Don't lose them all today when you're playing, but you know, you only turn fifty once, so uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, but uh, yeah, just uh, really really excited about a great week here at Olympia Fields. And this bowling alley type golf course and whoa, you know, whoa, everything. Whoa, whoa, that- whoa, 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 whoa. We'll get into that. <laughs> yeah. We'll get into that after I read one more compliment. Steve Scott, we love when Steve is on the show. Now, let me set you up, Steve. Let me set you up. It's okay. Olympia Fields outside of Chicago, the top 50 in the world. A lot of big course or events have been held mm-hmm. at this course. Now, yeah. Steve Scott, enlighten us on this particular golf course. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, just a, a great ball striking type of golf course. I mean, think about who played well there last time uh, in 2020. Uh, John Rahm played played awesome. Uh, Hideki Matsuyama, Tony Finau, really the strong ball strikers of the world. Uh, you, you just think about these, these tight corridors that you play down. I was lucky enough to play there last year. And it is a it's just a phenomenal golf course, but it's a U.S. Open type setup. So really keep that in mind when you're laying down your picks this week. Um, You know, total driving really is an important stat for sure this week. Patrick Cantley, uh, who I think will will have some uh, uh, wagers on him this week. He is number two in total driving. Scotty Scheffler is number five. Victor Hovland is six. And that 2020 champ, John Rahm, is number 11. So. Uh, keep in mind that that's going to be super important this week. Just a really strong test off the tee. So definitely look towards those type of players to get it done this week. How about gentlemen, that low key flex from Steve, we're playing dog tracks and he's out there playing Olympia fields. <laughs> oh, by the way, I just got to play it last year and the year before. <laughs> All right. So that's a great description of the course ball strikers. Keep it in the fairway U S open type of course. So, See, I come to you because last week, who won the first event in Memphis? I believe he's a former U.S. Open champion. Talk to me. Yeah, it was Lucas Glover. And what's so interesting about Lucas Glover is, is I think, you know, part of his whole persona, he's kind of just like an all shucks guy, not, nothing flashy. I mean, the name's not flashy. The play's not flashy, nothing flashy. And, and I think that's why even now, just a few days removed from a, an incredible win and an incredible streak that he's on, we're kind of just like talking about other people. And I get it because John Rahm and Roy McElroy, Scotty Scheffler, they're, they're all better than Lucas Glover from a talent standpoint. I just think this is a really incredible Cinderella story. I think on Sunday, we saw him kind of run out of gas a little bit, but he was able to still take down the tournament. I wonder what we're going to see this week but i gotta be honest with all these elite players my eyes are still going to be on lucas glover because at a certain point you you, you got to call it how you see it and lucas glover is playing it in a way that it wouldn't surprise me at all if he contends here as well 
And David points out in the chat that the sports books are still not respecting Lucas Glover. He is plus 3,500 still to win this week. It would be three victories in a row because he won the Wyndham as well. Now, speaking of Lucas Glover, he was asked directly, Patrick McDonald, if he feels like he should be considered to be on the Ryder Cup team. And he waited for a second, looked right at the guy and said, I think I would. I've been playing great golf. Gave a great answer. So a lot of players this week are going to be thinking about the Ryder Cup. Yes? Absolutely, Coach, especially because it is the last tournament before the qualification ends. Uh, Zach Johnson will make his captain selections after the Tour Championship, but as for making it into the top six, this is the last chance for these players. Like Sia said, not many people are talking about Lucas Glover, but I know Captain Zach Johnson is definitely thinking about him after those back-to-back wins. But I'm looking for some of these mid-tier, upper-echelon-type players to Claim their stake on the team. Uh, Fred Couples already suggested that Cameron Young might be on the team. How about how about we see something from Cameron Young? How about we see something from the match play winner, Sam Burns, or T- Tony Finau, who was great in Paris in 2018? So I'm looking forward to some of these big names making a stake on the 11th and 12th spot on that U.S. team. The whole reason they changed it to the way they're doing it is so you could get the hot players on the team. Right. That's the whole point. Steve, you're a member of the PGA of America. They put on the Ryder Cup. Isn't that what it's all about? Yeah, I, I really think that uh, the, the fact that, yeah, they have so many picks. Lucas Glover, I mean, he's, he's firmly in the conversation. One more good week in, in these next two. And I think that uh, he, he should be a lock. You would think he has got the hot hand. Billy Horschel did it back in 2014, won a couple of playoff events, tour championship, FedEx Cup, and he was not on the Ryder Cup team. So, uh, yeah, definitely important right there. Pick that guy. Pick those guys who are hot. You're damn right. Now, boss in the chat said, this is my first year betting golf, turning over a really good profit so far with my sports line family. I love that word family. We do all of this together. All right, let's get into it. We got to start with a little fantasy because golf, fantasy, DFS, it's all the rage. People love doing it, but you got to know what you're doing. And I have two of the absolute very best. So, counselor, I'm coming to you. I need three plays and I need a fate. You're up. Let's start with Tommy Fleetwood. Uh, he's he's 9,700. The ownership that I'm looking at right now, it doesn't look like he's super popular. The reason for that is because people really want to stack up high with John Rahm or Scotty Scheffler or Roy McIlroy in particular. And it, it kind of prohibits you from dabbling too much in that mid-9K range. And I bring up those ranges and these prices because this is a big game theory DFS slate. You're really not going to want to take all the chalky players because there's only 50 guys here. And so you really need to consider some guys that you like that may be chalky, but kind of going the other way with your roster construction being a little bit different. Fleetwood's ownership still a little down, so I really like him. Just a, just a note on Tommy Fleetwood, over his last six tournaments, four of them, he's finished T6 or better. The guy's on a run. He just has to close on a Sunday, and I think it's just a matter of time before we see that. Brian Harmon at 8,100. I think he's actually a really good course fit. He's a guy that you're not going to look at too much. He's, he's not very popular in DFS because he's not like a bomber by any means. Should keep it in the fairway. We know he won recently. Approach, putting, they all look good. I like him at 8,100. Another guy that's not getting a ton of attention from an ownership standpoint is Cameron Davis. This dude is rolling over his last three tournaments. The finishing positions have been unbelievable, and you see it in the strokes gain metrics, whether it's off the tee, approach, around the green, or with the putter. Cameron Davis is checking every single box as of late. Speaking of guys coming in, hot Cameron Davis is that dude at 7,800 and then I'm going to fade Xander I mean listen on this fade list 
uh, it's typically Xander for me. He's probably made it like at least a third to a half of the time because he's never priced according to his finishing positions, according to uh, what I think he should be priced at. At 10100 the guy is just he's, – he's a great golfer, but he's not showing that he's an elite golfer, yet he's priced that way. And, he, and he's not even ownership leverage because he's still at like 13%, 14%. So unless he was like 6% in this field, I wouldn't play him in DFS. You know, Zach in the chat agrees with you. He says, Coach, why would a player like Xander be more prone to win per the odds makers than Lucas Glover? Hashtag 14 days of proof. Zach, that's a very good question. You're right on top of it. We don't know. Sometimes players continue to get the numbers because of their name and not because of how they're playing. That's why we're here to try to find the little holes, the little value plays. Patrick, I'm coming to you. Let's get uh, a little weird here. Anytime you can dip below $6,000, you definitely should. And DK and like Sia said, I think the top three are going to be very popular. If you can't, you know, withhold your need to roster one of them and want to roster one of them, these three guys will give you a little bit of salary relief. And I love Chris Kirk at $6,000. I know he didn't come through for me at, at a certain uh, showdown a couple of weeks ago, but that's water on the bridge between us two. He was six in ball striking last week, three top 21 finishes in his last five starts. And Nick Taylor is someone I liked a lot last week. He's at 5,900. I like him a lot this week as well. Fourth in ball striking, two top 25s in his last three. We've seen that he has been capable of playing against some of these big guys like a Tommy Fleetwood and Terrell Hatton and Rory McIlroy there at the Canadian Open. Also, you know, face Scotty Scheffler down the stretch. I know in February, but he, he kind of has the gumption uh, if he finds himself in the mix. I like the top 20 upside, the top 10 upside on Nick Taylor as well. And this is really a probiotic play of the week, a gut play. Patrick Rogers, 5,500. I, I like him on tougher setups. He, he looked good at the U.S. Open, the Memorial Tournament. Good driver of the golf ball, sturdy iron player as well. So at 5,500, I'm going to take, take a little bit of a flyer on him, and I'm fading Jordan Spieth on a U.S. Open-style golf course. I do not think about Jordan Spieth. I know he drove the ball somewhat decent last week, but the iron play was very concerning for me. The, the wedges were fine, but mid to long irons, he fell short of expectations, so I will be fading him at 10,000. Yeah, he really struggled over the weekend. He was your 18-hole leader, shooting minus seven, and was like, yeah, I'm really starting to feel it. And then I think he played, what, three or four under the rest of the way, so did not have a good weekend whatsoever. David in the chat says, C is a rock star. I love the Cam Davis play. Anytime that you're a young kid and you play your way into the next week, that's pressure. That's when the red light is on, and that's exactly what Cam Davis did last week and Hideki did last week. All right. Now it's time to get Steve Scott into the mix. But before we do that, you know he's very, very expensive. I got to pay him. So let's hear from one of our partners. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. 
Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. I got to tell you, if you're watching us live right now, our NFL Futures episodes, this is the week. See ya. And RJ White, we did our divisions, conference, and Super Bowl winners on Monday. We've got two more Wednesday as props. Counselor will be there. And also 30 with the exotics. Anything that doesn't fit into the other two shows, we'll do Thursday. Both shows at 3 p.m. Eastern time right here on this channel. Rebecca said it best. Rebecca said, Speed is fun to watch, but stressful to bet on. Truer words have never been spoken, Rebecca. Truer words have never been spoken. All right. Last week, if you bet on Jordan Spieth to be your first-round leader, you would have cashed all alone at the top. Now, Steve Scott, for somebody who admittedly doesn't know as much about golf betting, maybe as the other three of us, you sure know this category right here because you've been very, very good at it. You're up first. Yeah, I just uh, I just feel like, you know, some of these some of these guys who really get going in this first round. I mean, it's kind of a carryover from the previous week, if to be honest with you. So I, I like Justin Rose this week. Uh, I, I, he shot 61 in the third round last week, tied the course record at TPC Southwind. So he's clearly found something in his game. Uh, that may be ha- ha- lacking. And he really likes tree-lined golf courses, too. If you think of some of the best finishes he's had this year, most recently, uh, the RBC Canadian Open, he finished eighth. Uh, the PGA Championship at Oak Hill, which is a very similar golf course to this one right here, he finished tied for ninth. Uh, Players' Championship, top ten, tied for sixth as well. So these tree-lined golf courses that require – it just kind of thread the needle here and there. This is one of them. So you got to think about that. He's He's got a lot of motivation, too. I think that's something that you really need to keep track of in your picks this week. He's 32nd in the FedEx Cup race. So just a couple more spots he needs to pick up to get to East Lake. So that motivation, very important. Plus, he's the fourth group off with Sahi Tagala on Thursday morning. So Going off early, going to have some of the best conditions of the day. Uh, I, I like Justin Rose at uh, plus 3,500. And Steve, you know I forget things very, very easily. I could have swore that you said earlier in the show that this is a U.S. Open setup. Is Justin Rose a U.S. Open champion? Mary in 2013. Oh, interesting. Very, very interesting. All right, Patrick McDonald, you're up, big boy. I'm going straight to the top with Scotty Scheffler, 16 to 1. I like him on a more difficult golf course like this one where he doesn't really have to roll in a ton of birdies. He doesn't have to get to seven, eight, nine under to command the first round lead. We saw him at Oak Hill. Like Steve said, I like that comp as well. He was nearly a first round leader, just one behind Bryson DeChambeau there. The T to green metrics are still great. I'm not concerned about that. If the putter shows up, that's just gravy on top. Uh, and I know we were talking a little bit of NFL. I'm just going to throw this one in there. Mike Tomlin, coach of the year, 25 five to one just think about it how about that hashtag educate and entertain do you want to do that work that is nfl next level capping right there thank you patrick all right 
Now leave it to the counselor to find three players, three names that have completely different games. Explain yourself. Well, can I just say that Patrick McDonald is the MVP of this show so far? First of all, I don't think anybody really caught his on to Cincinnati reference. I think they thought that was a mistake. That is a Bill Belichick reference. So props there. The Mike Tomlin reference. That's Listen, right. he's in a That's tough right. conference. And then he and then he drops gumption and probiotics on us. I mean, this guy, <laughs> he's pulling out all the stops right now. I can't even believe it. So uh uh, listen, I, I think I might have to co-sign Scotty Scheffler, but I'm going to go with Cameron Young because Cameron Young lately, especially off the tee, last 12 rounds, which of course is a small sample size. But remember, we're looking for guys who are hot coming in, maybe slightly under the radar. He's third weighted off the tee over his last 12 rounds. Ball striking, he's fifth in weighted ball striking over the last 12 rounds. So this guy's coming in pretty hot. I don't know that he can win this tournament. I think it's possible. But a first-round leader is very much in play. And by the way, his playing partner, if he's hot, well, maybe Cam Davis will be drafting off of him because they're playing together. They're going out sort of mid-morning. So it's not super early, but it's not super late either. I love how Cam Davis is playing. Like I said previously, again, he can get hot at any given moment over the last three tournaments. He's been getting hot at every given moment. Ben on another guy that's been getting red hot. You look at the off the tee game. This guy's just thriving. Uh, the approach game has is, is been a little inconsistent, but even when the approach is inconsistent, he's still been making up for it with the short game. So I think Ben on, if he marries the approach play in the off the tee game, uh, you could absolutely have him as the first round leader at 30 to one. Yeah, if it wasn't for Lucas Glover, he very well may have won Wyndham. He was right there on Sunday and made a couple of bad mistakes and finished with the top 10. All right, now let's switch gears to what I like to call our bread and butter. This is where you should be putting your full unit plays, head-to-head matchups. You only got to beat one guy. So the man who swept the board last week, he gets to go first, obviously. Pat, oh, look, look, he's got a little swag going now. Give him a little compliment all of a sudden. He's feeling it. You know, he's got the Steve Scott son's beats going on. <laughs> By the way, I can't wait to your son beats on the show. It's going to be awesome. If you haven't heard his son's beats yet, Oh, I promise you, it's going to be part of early edge. Sorry, I digress. Patrick, you're up. Yeah, no beats in the McDonald household, only winners. <laughs> uh, and we're going to go with Cameron Young, minus 130 over Lucas Glover. I know he's the hottest player in the world, but come on, what, what are we doing here? Cameron Young is just a better player than Lucas Glover. Sia just mentioned all his tee to green, ball striking metrics. Lucas Glover, that final round, it felt like he almost stole it. I mean, he made just about everything on the greens, 20, 30 footers for bogey. It was impressive. All credit to him. But I think over the course of these next four days, Cameron Young will prevail over Lucas Glover. I love Russell Henley this week. I love Russell Henley a lot of weeks. And at minus 105, I like him over Hideki Matsuyama, who had that really fast finish there at the St. Jude Championship just to qualify for this week. Henley is 10th in total strokes gained. Uh, top half of each tee to green metric, second in driving accuracy over the last six months. He comes in off that runner up at the Wyndham T six last week. Uh, and, and meanwhile, Matsuyama is without a top 10 since the players championship. Uh, Steve, I'll give you a hat to begin on the Oak Hill comp. Corey Connors minus 110 over Brian Harmon. He was great at that tournament in contention before the 16th hole on Saturday. He's been great off the tee. And most importantly, the putter has been great for Corey Connors, which typically is not the case. He had a night really strong finish there at the St. Jude Championship. Meanwhile, Brian Harmon admitted he was a bit hungover uh, from his Open Championship win at the St. Jude Championship. I'm willing to suggest that it will be a very 
very bad hangover this week as well. So I will go with the Canadian at minus 110. And then the two-time defending champion, Patrick Cantlay, plus 105 over John Rahm, the last winner at this golf course in that dramatic playoff over Dustin Johnson. John Rahm, 46 out of 50 players in terms of driving accuracy over the last three months. He just experienced the worst round of his career off the tee Thursday at the St. Jude Championship. He's outside the top 30, both in around the green and putting over the last three months. Meanwhile, Cantlay, top five, total strokes gained off the tee, tee to green and around the green over that same time frame. His floor is so high right now. So I'm going to go with Cantlay at plus money over Rombo. There are certain weeks where it just feels like every play fits right into your comfort zone. And with the numbers that you have on those matchups, where'd you get those matchups at, by the way, Patrick? Uh, between FanDuel and DraftKings. All right, FanDuel and DraftKings. Those are great numbers for great players. I am shocked. It's only because it's John Rom that Patrick Cantley is the underdog in that head-to-head. John Rom has not been playing well, just hasn't. Now, Steve, I'm looking at your three, and I feel the same way about those. What a sweet spot. And how about the numbers that you found? Talk to me on those three, please. Yeah, I mean, Justin Rose, kind of like I said, he's got a lot to prove this week, and he, he likes this style of golf course uh, over Jason Day. Other, other than his tied for second at the Open, which is not this type of golf course at all, he hasn't finished better than tied for 45th in his last six starts. So, And he's 21st going into the FedEx Cup, going into uh, next week, which he uh, will get into uh, given his status. So he doesn't have tons and tons to play for right now. Uh, so I, I really like Justin Rose in that one. Matt Fitzpatrick, he's really happy to get out of that heat in Memphis <laughs> last week. He went to Northwestern in Chicago, undoubtedly has played this golf course several times, very comfortable here, tied for sixth here back in 2020 as well. So comfortable in this surroundings, comfortable on these grasses, uh, Sam Burns, he is right on the bubble on everything. 30th in FedEx Cup race and 12th in the Ryder Cup standings. Uh, he needs something really good to happen right now. And I, I don't know. I just I feel like the pressure might be too much for Sam Burns this week. So uh, go Fitzy there. And then Cam Davis, for everything we've said about him, he's trending great. Three top tens in his last three starts. Uh, uh, Emiliano Grillo, he's playing pretty solidly as well. But, uh, again, I think Davis has more to prove right now uh in the fedex cup race he's 45th right now so uh he, he's just got uh he's it's kind of winner go or you know winner bust basically for uh uh cam davis this week i think he's going to really put the pedal down and he's playing well enough to do it yeah he's got to have a high finish probably i would assume top five or you say he might have yeah. to win i haven't looked he at the ha- numbers. doesn't have to win but he's got yeah. you know what i mean it, it, it's the same <laughs> so the chat, uh, <laughs> Rick says, we'll see it has Roy over Scotty. So no showdown this week. Too bad cheese isn't here. I'm sure he'd be making some sort of comment about coach loving Rory. Yeah, Rick cheese is this close from getting blocked on the early wets this close. Now, Joe says, see, <laughs> looks like he hasn't had a carb since the Obama administration. Hey, sit, sit, Joe. Sia loves himself a good honey bun. Do not even kid yourself. He loves himself a good honey bun. Plenty of carbs, plenty of fat. I'm just kidding. He's as healthy as a horse. Counselor, you're up. 
Correction, Joe, the Reagan administration. All right. <laughs> I've got a few matchups here I like as well. Uh, and it looks like we have at least a little bit of crossover, maybe not with the same matchups, but with some of the guys that we're fading. I like Roy McElroy. I mean, uh, minus 120 over Scotty Scheffler. I, I just think from a T to Green standpoint, we're starting to see Roy sort of take the place of Scotty Scheffler, T to Green, at least over the last few tournaments. And the, the really big thing is not only does Roy sort of have his swagger back, just like Patrick. But he also is really doing it with the short game where, like Scotty Scheffler, he's just not doing it. So, I mean, I don't think we can rely on Scotty's putter. But more importantly, I think Rory has caught up to him tee to green. So, I love Rory minus 120 over Scotty Scheffler. Cameron Young, we've talked a lot about. I, I don't think I need to talk about him. So, I'll just talk about fading Tony Finau. Finau has been way off since Mexico. And his putter has been particularly bad. I, I don't see anything in the ball striking metrics, even if the putter rebounds to some degree, that, that really makes me super intimidated as it relates to anybody in this field, uh, let alone Cameron. Cameron Young. So give me Cameron Young minus 120 over Tony Finau. Cam Davis, we already talked about him. I'm really kind of fading Sam Burns here. Again, if you look at the finishing positions of Cam Davis, his last three finishes, 6th, 7th, and 10th. Sam Burns' last three finishes, T52, T14, missed cut. Five out of his last six, he's he's lost off the tee. So I just don't really think this sets up super well for Sam Burns, given how he's playing. And then Ben on minus 110 over Tony Finau. We're fading Tony Finau twice. I love how Ben on is playing. What's really cool about Ben on, don't forget, you get four guaranteed rounds here. So you can have an off day. What's interesting about Ben on is that the times where he's lost badly on approach, it's been two over his last four or five tournaments where he's, he's been bad on approach. He's still finished in the 30s and in the 20s in those full field tournaments. So he's been able to make up for poor approach play with great off the tee and great short game. But when the approach play is on, watch out because he'll be in the top five. There's about 25 different Chick-fil-A nuggets from these three guys in the last few minutes <laughs> that there's no way that you would know them at home. That's why you come here. By the way, Hilton Top says, Coach has no picks. Is he intimidated by the boys? No, we just do things the right way. While other shows do two-hour shows, we don't do that. We get in and we get out. So I've got three of the very best. I don't need to make my picks. Also, I'm on the Daily Show every single day, 10 a.m. I encourage you to watch it, and I'll have picks there every single day. See you, will you? Oh, yeah. I'll have picks on there every single day. We'll have, we'll have uh, in-tournament matchups for sure. There you go. Intimidated. Pashaw. Pashaw. <laughs> now, <clears throat> finishing positions. This is where Patrick usually says, you know what? I'm going to take a little break. I'm going to let the other boys take care of this section. So see you in Ajad. I'm looking at you, and you've got one. And this is a guy that, for some reason, much like Lucas Glover, outside of winning, there's not very much he's doing wrong at all. Who am I talking about? Yeah, there's nothing he's doing wrong. It's Tommy Fleetwood. I mean, listen, I don't want to get too caught up in the metrics because, you know, we, we want to look at other stuff, too, to some degree. But you look at anything off the tee approach around the green putter like Tommy Fleetwood is not only checking the box, but he's thriving across all of those metrics. And we're actually seeing him finish inside the top 10. Like I said earlier, in, in four of his last six tournaments, he's actually finished T6 or better. Now, this is a different test, right? This is like a U.S. Open setup. What does that mean? It's going to be tough. So you've got to have all the tools in the bag. And that's what Tommy Fleetwood has. And, and for the record, that's why you're seeing Lucas Glover at like like 35 to one, right? Because there's still the perception that, OK, well, he can win on some of the easier courses can he win on some of these really really difficult courses so i mean i think that would be the argument that the odds makers would make but tommy fleetwood he can do everything he can do it all including finish in the top 10 plus 175 is a pretty great number in my opinion and until he wins this is what you do this is really really smart you play him for a top 10 yes the number is not plus 2500 but it protects you until he does get the job done because right now if you bet him to win he has never won on the pga tour mm -hmm. now 
Look at how Steve Scott did. I can't wait for him to explain this because remember, a top 20 play, there's only 50 players. You only got to beat 30 other dudes. So those numbers are incredible. Steve Scott, you're up. Yeah, I mean, Cam Davis, again, we just we've talked about him. He's uh, he's on the money. If he doesn't finish in the top 20, be completely surprised. Uh, Lucas Glover, where he's at, I, I think he's got that motivation. I think you said in the outset, coach, I mean, the quote that he had, right? He's like, I think about the Ryder Cup when he was asked and he says, well, I hadn't thought about it until about 15 minutes ago. And <laughs> he says, I think I, I've never made it and I want to. And uh, look that on Twitter. That's really uh, uh, yeah. that was really a powerful the way he delivered that statement too. really told me a lot. It wasn't just the word. So it was the delivery. So I really like where he is going. Motivation again. Motivation is really what you want to focus on this week. Uh, and then in the top 10 uh, and keep in mind, this is this is a good lesson for everybody out there. Uh, Tommy Fleetwood's plus 175 on DraftKings. If you look on FanDuel, you'll see a plus 220. You know, better odds, you think, but they use dead heat rules. And a dead heat means that that if there's a tie there, that uh, FanDuel takes half the money and then the other half goes towards the rest of your bet there and will pay it out, out at the full odds. So you'll, you'll actually won't get as, as good of a payout if you go through FanDuel there at plus 220, pick Tommy Fleetwood. So uh, just keep that in mind as you navigate the various ways that you can place your bets this week. But Fleetwood's playing great. Uh, great type of golf course for him. Uh, definitely good picks. Yeah, we don't want to make fun or, or criticize any sports book because we use all of them. But be very careful. There's certain ones that especially like head to heads that it doesn't show the draw. And then you be very careful where you make your plays. And that if you do a head to head, draws not a bet. You don't want to have draws a bet ever, 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 ever. All right, real quick. I'm coming to you there, Patrick. Rebecca wants to know, does anybody like Sunjay uh, against Spieth at plus 100? Oh, I do like that bet at even money. I'll, I will definitely take that one. No. Yes. Rebecca, there you go. You're welcome. All right. Now we're getting to the really fun part of the show that last week we may not have picked it on Tuesday, but see a damn sure picked it on Friday and it was still a very, very good number. But before we get to that again, we've grown so large. We got to pay those pesky little bills. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. And a gentle reminder, our mega college football preview will be back this year right here on this channel every single Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern time. And your boy will be back hosting with EC, AB, and the great Chip Patterson. Now, quick question from the chat. See, I think I'll come to you on this one. Uh, Zach wants to know, top European, I love when DraftKings do, does these type of bets. Hovland over Rom and Strog. I'm sure there's a couple others, but those are the three biggest names. Would you like that, plus 160? Yeah, those might be the only three. I'm not sure. But either way, it's it's close. I like the number plus 160. I mean, I, you know, I don't think Strzok is in the conversation long term over four rounds, although I, it's it's possible. So really what you're getting is Hoblin plus 160 against Rom. And if that's how you conceive of this bet, it's a great number, obviously, because obviously in a head to head, Rom would not be that big of a favorite over uh, Victor Hoblin. Great analysis. Thank you very much. All right. We have reached that time of the show. Who will raise the trophy this year? Who's going to win the BMW championship? The last two years, it's been the same guy, Patrick Cantlay. So, Steve Scott, I'm going to start with you. The number normally we don't like to give out here on the show, but when there's only 50 guys and he's a two-time defending champion, explain yourself. Yeah, I, I just I really like the fact that it, and and think about what Patrick Cantley does more not not just so in this part of the season but what he does throughout the season. Patrick Cantley, I, I've talking talked to his coach Jamie Mulligan who lives out in California, who who's worked with Patrick for a long long time, and it, it's all about a pitch count so to speak for Patrick Cantley. He's played some of the least amount of golf of the whole season leading into the playoffs. He's played eighteen events where some of these guys like Max Homa, Scotty Scheffler played 21, 22 events. So those things matter when you're thinking about being fresh for this really challenging three-week stretch. And I think that's why you've seen the success of Patrick Cantley over the last few years. I just think this golf course it fits him really well. Uh, certainly, he's won it at all these different venues, but uh, he, he's trending so well. And he's got, again, motivation. Motivation from last week. You, you heard him in his uh, interview after uh, play on Sunday. He was really ticked. He was given, you know, very short answers. And you could tell that really got to him. And, you know, it's it's going to fire him up for this week, I think. Yeah, you put a ball in the water on a playoff hole. Yeah, you're going to yeah. be angry. He worked all day just to make one bad swing. By the way, Joe in the chat says, I wish Steve voiced all of my audio books. <laughs> the docile tones of one. Let me know. Guy. Hit me up. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's got a price. <laughs> uh, how about Zach? He said, hashtag next level education. You're damn right. There is no other show as good as ours. So thank you for hanging with us as always, everybody in the chat. And it couldn't be a show without big cheesy. Finally showing up big cheesy's <laughs> in the chat, ladies and gentlemen. Now, <clears throat> Patrick Cantley. But when I look at the two names that Patrick McDonald, different last name, has, I'm really interested to hear your take on Cameron Young. You're up, sir. 
Yeah, we'll start things off with him at 40 to 1. Steve, Steve's been talking about motivation. He's outside the top 30, likely doesn't feel great about his standing with the U.S. Ryder Cup team as well. And this is a major championship style test. I know he hasn't had the season like his rookie campaign, but he still has two top 10 finishes in major championships. He was just in that final group there on Sunday at the Open Championship. The driver is an absolute weapon. Seal listed off his tee to green metrics, ball striking metrics. They are sound. So I like him at 40 to 1 ever since he switched back to the golf ball that he used last year. He has been a different player, so I'm buying him at 40-1 to in only a 50-man field. And then Colin Morikawa, 28-1. to Sometimes you just got to ride your ponies to the finish line. I have been all over Colin Morikawa for the past month. It has not worked out so far. And at 28-1, to it's the train play of the week. He is a U.S. Open-style player. We're at a U.S. Open-style golf course, fifth tee to green, sixth in approach, fourth in driving accuracy. The putter is trending in the right direction. I love Colin Morikawa at 28-1. to 1. And we use the word motivation a lot here on the early wedge. And I saw an interview earlier today with Colin Morikawa on the Golf Channel. And he was talking about the devastation in Maui and all of his family members that live over there, that have been from over there. And he's donated a lot last week. He's going to donate a lot this week. And he wants to win and donate as much money as possible. It's a great initiative. And I love the fact that he's doing it. That's motivation. All right. See you in a shot. You're up, sir. (laughs) <laughs> Big Cheesy says, see it coach's favorite golfer, Rory. So I'm going to go ahead and lead with that. It's going to be Rory McIlroy. Listen, I never take a guy that's this short of odds. But again, in a 50-person field with such a tough test that we have at Olympia Fields, I do think there's only a certain sort of echelon of players that have like a lot of the win equity. And Rory McIlroy is at the top of that list, and we already talked about why. So I'm going to take him at the short number, plus 650. Tommy Fleetwood, we've talked about him probably way too much at this point. Again, he doesn't really close Sundays very well well but it's not like he's a disaster on Sundays I really think the form is in such good shape that's such a tough test I think 22 to 1 is actually a pretty good number and then Henley at 45 to 1 you know I almost want to put this in the long shot department because I do think basically once you get past Cameron Young I do think everybody's kind of a long shot but Russell Henley over his last two T2 and T6 and what's really cool about Henley is he's pretty much doing it everywhere this course calls for a lot of different things potentially but he's probably going to keep it in the fairway he's probably going to do well on approach and the short Board game's been really good, especially the putter. Uh, two tournaments ago, gaining almost 10 strokes with the putter. Insane. And then he bounces back from that, and he gains over two strokes with the putter. So I think he's potentially in play, at least in the conversation, on Sunday afternoon. C is always a man of the people, giving you a, a player at three different price points. I absolutely love that. Now, things in the chat are getting a little bit weird. <laughs> Joe says, hey, Cheesy. Who would you draft first, Steve Scott or EC? Hmm. Is that really a question? I mean, we're talking about the same man that I'm going to bury on CBS Sports HQ every single week during the NFL season. We're going to have our own segment. But he's not on the early wedge like Steve Scott is. What would you say to Joe, Steve? Well, you know, anything revolving around golf. I might not know everything about other sports, but golf, I feel like I'm pretty – Got a pretty good uh, handle on. So, yeah, let's, uh, you know, I'll pick myself just like Lucas Glover wants to pick himself for the Ryder Cup team. So, sure. You're you're damn right you will. (laughs) You're damn right you will. There's one person on the air right now that has gone toe-to-toe, head-to-head, face-to-face with Tiger Woods, and it's not Patrick McDonald. (laughs) If you're wondering, it's Steve Scott. Did I really have to answer that? All right. Now, I get all fired up when Steve's on the show. 
Now, see, I use the word long shot. Well, that's the last segment of the show. Our long shot segment. This is where when something else doesn't fit, we throw it in here. It could be anything. So, see, Najad, use the word. How about you go first? Yeah, I'll go with Cam Davis. Listen, I qualify him as a long shot or classify him as a long shot because he's 50 to one or greater. And again, in this field, I think that's where you want to be from a long shot standpoint. I think Cam Davis is live to win this term. And I really do. And, and I think, again, I, you know, it, it's it's a double edged sword a little bit because he wants to obviously qualify for next week inside the top 30. He might, he might be firing at pins. And so maybe that gets him into a little bit of trouble. Maybe he takes more risks on. But that's what you want in a long shot winner, obviously. So Cam Davis at 50 to one. Absolutely love. And then first round leader. Listen. Lee Hodges has been playing really, really well. I don't think he has the game to actually compete over four rounds, but at 55 to one as a long shot first round leader, he's doing it off the tee. He's doing it on approach and he can get hot with the putter. Those are the ingredients you want. This is really, truly a sprinkle play at 55 to one. Uh, and, and I would classify Cam Davis as maybe a little like, like I have a little bit more confidence in the Cam Davis one than the Lee Hodges one, but I think Lee Hodges can contend on Thursday. Not to get off topic, but did you guys see Justin Thomas? I think he had his, his feathers ruffled a little bit when Lee Hodges won the Alabama head coach flew in, was there on the green when he won. And he was asked the question, who'd you have to discipline more? And he basically threw Justin Thomas under the bus. He's like, Oh, Justin had his issues. He had his issues. Lee never, never, but Justin. Justin Thomas didn't like that too much. He did not like that too much at all, at all. Now, Patrick, we love when we can lean into a player like a Hideki who can go into a Sunday, is way far back, and still has a laser focus to have a great finish. Your guy on this green did exactly that on Sunday. Talk to me. Corey Connors, 50 to 1. I like to see a set. I totally agree where – I don't love to go super long down this board. I think 50 to one is kind of 50, maybe 60. If you want to go that far is the max, uh, you know, depth you should go. And Corey Connors peppers, fairways, peppers, greens. You look at this 2020 leaderboard, the top three players on the leaderboard, first, second, and third in greens and regulation. Connors just gobbles those up. So I'm going to go with the Canadian at 50 to one. All right. And you talk about between 50 and 60 to one, Steve, that's your sweet spot. Yeah. I mean, Matt Fitzpatrick, I mean, uh, just for all the reasons I mentioned before, just the comfortable in these surroundings for sure. Um, and he's 40th in the FedEx cup. So again, uh, he's, he's definitely motivated to get inside that top 30 uh, tied for sixth here. This is not a golf course where there's going to be players with a lot of history. So whenever you've played well in a golf course, you know how to navigate it a little bit better than the other guys. And there's not too many in the field that have played this golf course in competition. So uh, I, I really like Fitzpatrick uh, and, and he's you know got an opportunity to play for $75 million purse next week in at Eastlake. So uh, go get it. Let's not, and that's something that we haven't even mentioned on the show yet. We talk about the guys trying to get into the top 30, but what about the guys who are trying to get into that one spot, right, Steve? Because it's staggered very quickly. Explain yeah. to the people what the start is like next week and why it's so important where the players finish this week. Yeah, those, those top players, it's a staggered start. So if you're number one, I mean, you get a 10-shot lead over the guys who are uh, down towards the end of the pack there, 25th, 30th, whatever. So uh, playing well this week to give you that start, that head start on anybody, I mean, will be huge because there's no uh, – that, that head start is going to prove really, really important. I mean, that's just uh, you know money in the bank before you start. 
if you're at 10 under and then you're 10, that's that's a really, really hard thing to do. Everybody's going to be playing mm-hmm. to win this week and jump all the way into that top five or hopefully so. Do not forget, we have a lot of golf content at Sportsline. But in the next four months, as we get into the next regular season, we're really going to be working behind the scenes to get our picks up there and have it everything for you guys. But... We want you to join us right now. If you are not a Sportsline member, I'm going to do you a solid. Use a promo code COACH, and I'm going to give you 60% off. And you're going to get all my cappers, all my picks, all my simulations for three months. That takes you into November. By then, hell, you know what the deal is. You'll be playing with house money by then. So 60% off. Become a member right here and right now. Now, as many of you know who watch every single week, you know I like to end every one of my shows asking my guys what's the number one most important thing they're looking for this week. You can use it for this week or take the knowledge into the future. See ya. We'll start with you. Yeah, I'm really looking. Normally, I have like a storyline here, but I'm really looking forward to seeing how all these matchups and bets uh, play out, especially in the head to head matchup department, because I think what we've done here is we've lined up a lot of guys whose recent form is really good against a lot of guys who just haven't really been doing well over the last 12, 16, 24 rounds. And I really want to see how that bears out here, because I think it's going to be a pretty good week from a matchup standpoint. But we got to wait to find out. Patrick. I'm looking forward to the golf course. We finally get a really tough golf course on the slate. It played as the fourth toughest in 2020. You think about the BMW Championship the last couple of years. Patrick Cantlay shot about a billion under there at Caves Valley when he beat Bryson DeChambeau in a playoff. So seeing if he can do it on a different style golf course, win three uh, BMW Championships in a row, be the first player since Steve Stricker did that at the John Deere Classic in 2011. Uh, some real history on the line, not only with him, but Lucas Glover as well. If he could win three in a row, only you know Dustin Johnson, Roy McRoy, Tiger Woods have done that over the last couple decades. So plenty on the long, on the line for these guys. Steve, bring us home. Yeah, you know, the, the guys who really are powerful off the tee, I'm really anxious to see because there's so many holes out here that are just, they, they really go straight or maybe just slightly left to right. And so these guys are going to be the big bombers off the tee, the John Roms who can hit that really powerful fade off the tee uh, looking forward to watching those guys really get it done because you hit driver here a lot more than other venues uh so uh really anxious to see how these guys really send it off the tee and really set themselves up for success this week length drivers fairways all the information you need to make the selections for yourself and as he already told you there is no cut this week every player will play all four rounds it's a marathon It will not be a sprint. Oh, and by the way, Steve Scott will be back with us next week, and I will be on the road calling the Tour Championship. So we're going to be everywhere, and we will have everybody. There's only one thing left to do, and I believe you all know what that is. Damn it, I love this show so much. You've got your marching orders. Let's take all of these early wedge tickets straight to the pay window. For my entire crew, Lobo, Counselor. Patrick, Steve Scott, and of course the snake making the show look great always on the ones and the twos. I am simply the coach trying to keep this train on said track. We grind for you so we can win with you is what we're all about at the early edge and also right here at the early wedge. Good luck.
Anderson sleuths are focusing on the brutal slayings of four college kids. A new Paramount Plus original docuseries. This is the start of something major. Follows online detectives as they unravel the mystery of the infamous Idaho College murders. There's plenty of places to hide a weapon. And turned it into a social media phenomenon. Where are the roommates? This is a huge night. Hashtag Cyber Sleuths. The Idaho Murders, now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus.